Hey everybody, welcome back to Sword Coast Coast to Coast. This is Cameron, your Dungeon Master. This is episode 22. Last time you learned all about Marsimber Knights. Got some interesting content, interesting things happening that people are talking about. This episode really get down to it. The party is doing some stuff, doing a mission for someone who you might be very interested in. Ugh! <laughs> I don't know why I have such an aggressive tone about it. They do do a mission for someone. They really get at it. So this episode, next episode are going to be a pretty cool thing. They are, they are doing a module that I really like. Um, it's 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 uh, a module that I am I've been interested in them running for a long time. It comes from an early issue of Dungeon Magazine. I am for some reason blanking on the title of it at this very moment. But when we are done, uh, so at the end of next episode. I will say a little bit about it and give you an idea of where to find it, all that kind of stuff. But a big chunk of what is happening here, as far as names, locations, the kind of pattern you'll you'll see you'll see what's going on is kind of just this module. Or big chunks of it are. I've changed some of the names, but I've not changed some of the other names. You'll see. It's good. I think you'll like it. If you like the show, um, give us a follow on Twitter, Twitter.com/RangeTouch. Uh, if you want to see some YouTube videos, we just launched a brand new show with me and Michael Lutz where we talk about Fallout on YouTube, youtube.com slash ranged touch. And if you like this show and want to support us for as little as a dollar a month, you can go to patreon.com slash ranged touch and support us there. Um, it really helps. It helps offset some of this, uh, the, the uh, data upload costs and all that kind of stuff that gets you this wonderful wonderful i can't even say it wonderful show um and uh allows us to keep making cool stuff so i'm gonna let you get right to it um i hope you really enjoy this there's a lot of planning in this episode because i said hey y'all you need to plan it's important to plan to do something right so you're gonna hear a lot of ideas getting going but uh but the next episode is all execution and i promise you some of the most exciting stuff that's happened in the show i'm laughing about it because it is funny um but some of the most exciting stuff that's happened so far in this uh entire podcast happened sixth episode and this is the preamble for it now please pay attention to everything they say here to see what goes right and go what goes wrong because lots of things go right and lots and lots of things go wrong and i like that that's pretty cool. Anyway, we're going to let you get right to it. I hope you enjoy it. Here is episode 22. You all spend the night at the inn. Uh, whatever I called it. I've forgotten something rabbit. The lazy the, rabbit. The lazy rabbit. You spend all night the lazy rabbit. You wake up well rested in the morning. And when you come downstairs as a group, you see a keel horse standing there. And beside her is a halfling who is dressed in finery. Like the, the most finery that you can imagine. Uh, kind of a baby blue suit with a robe on top of it. He's got like a little um, like a little crown across his brow. You know, he's not royalty, but this is just like good good clothes kind of stuff. He's got a little brooch. Uh, he's got a pocket watch. He's got a lot going on. And Keel says, um, if everyone will quickly come with me, um, there's something that the, the Suda unit has been 
requested to be involved in, and uh, for political reasons we cannot, but I think that you might be helpful to, to uh, the, uh, this gentleman here. Um, so if you'll, you'll follow me into the lead-lined room um, to, to prevent spying, we, we can have a discussion. I'd love to go okay. into the lead-lined room. Okay. Okay. You, you go in, it's got, uh, it's, you know, it's this, uh, you go behind the bar, and there's a wooden door, and you go through the wooden door, and there's another wooden door, like at the end of a hallway, and you open that wooden door, and then there's a, uh, like, a submarine door <laughs> that has, like, a big wheel on it. You got to turn the wheel around, and you go in, and on the inside, it looks like the red room from, or it looks like the lodge from Twin Peaks. Cool. Um, but there's obviously it's lead line and you go and you sit in sit there and um the half lane is still kind of still kind of keeping his voice low um he says uh i got a job for y'all what's the job well it's gonna be a little bit dangerous and it might involve and he looks around he looks from side to side it might involve kidnapping Hmm. For justice. Hmm. Kidnapping's friendlier sibling. Justice napping. Justice napping. Let me introduce myself. My name is Popcorn. <laughs> and he extends his hand, but he extends it like in a, it, like just barely, like you could only just barely grab his hand if you wanted to shake his hand. In the like, kiss my ring sort of. Pose. Yeah, that that kind like, of like not a handshake, but like yeah, not a handshake. Like just here's my hand, that sort mm-hmm. of deal. Mm-hmm. Do you wanna do you wanna kiss his hand? Yeah, no. uh, Silverleaf will uh, press his helmet to uh, <laughs> Popcorn's hand. All right, so Silverleaf, you just kind of like, and it's just like, <laughs> like it makes that noise when you do it, and he goes, "Ooh, I I do declare." <laughs> Um, and he says, well, uh, it seems, it seems like y'all are some kind of fixes. That's what, uh, that's what my good friend Keel here said. And, uh, and I got, I have a problem that, that requires, as I said, some sort of kidnapping, some sort of mischief and, and buffoonery, perhaps. Um, basically... Y'all believe in love? Why, yes. Absolutely. Yes. Do y'all believe in people marrying who they want to marry? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Would y'all kidnap someone against their will in order to make sure they get to marry the person they want to marry? Probably. Uh, against their will. Well, they can't Does... know about it. Let me let me tell you about it. Lay it on us. My good friend, Lady Amelia Scarsword. Her father, Papa Scarsword, he's a wealthy, wealthy man. Some say he's part of the Council of Five here in the city. Mm. I don't know. It's secret. Who could know? But she has been forced. She's been forced. Forced, I say. Ha! For, forced to marry the merchant Ulrich Grump. Is that pronounced Grump or more like Grump with two O's? Grump. Grump. She's 
being her, her father is making her marry him, but she doesn't want to marry him. She wants to marry Lady Onan Rahal. That's who she wants to marry. Okay. Here, here's the problem. If you wanted to marry somebody, normally you can just go marry him. But her father and Ulrich Groom, they have created conditions under which she cannot do the things she wants to do. They've got wizards monitoring her. They got psychics monitoring her. They got a small army following her around, making sure she can't go marry nobody else. Seems it seems bad. to me. It seems to me. So, so she can't ever know. If she know about what's happening then they would know that she is thinking about running away but if you kidnapped her and she didn't know about it and then you delivered her to a ceremony where she could get married to the person she wants to marry then of course they couldn't do nothing about it are you are you a friend of Lady Amelia's? She's my best friend. Oh, I see. Wegg turns to the party and says, Friends, I believe it is our duty today to play a chaotic good Cupid for this young lady who is trapped in a situation that none of us would want to find ourselves in. I say we do it. And he kind of looks at Wegg and he says, Hmm, that's right, that's right. You're just like your daddy, I think. Uh, looking at you, looking at the way you act, I, you know, it seems you're probably the pride of your family. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure he's quite proud. What's in it for us, Popcorn. Well, I don't know if you know about me. Y'all, y'all know about me. Y'all know about my story. No, tell I us don't. about you, Popcorn. Everybody, everybody's talking about me all the time. I'm, I, my brother. I grew up in a small town to the south of here, and uh, my brother stole stole my inheritance. He defeated me in battle, defeated my father in battle, stole my inheritance when he was just fifteen years old. But I came up here to Marsimba, and I made my fortune, and I've got Buku Dolores. So uh, much money. Is Dolores the money of Marsimba? No, it's gold pieces. No. I'm just, I'm just fooling. I'm, I'm silly. I'm a silly man. Mm. But, uh, but so I got plenty. How much money? Y'all want money? Y'all want magic stuff? What y'all want? I, I I would like a magic thing. Magic stuff. Magic, magic stuff. stuff. Magic, magic stuff. stuff. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> okay, y'all can have some magic stuff. All right. Y'all do what I'm saying. So let me let me run down what y'all need to do. So we we are going to use, and he, he gestures over to uh, Keel and he says, we we got a special connection to the Church of Saloon, the priests of Saloon. And what we're going to do, the way we're going to get around Ulrich Groomp, is we're going to use the power of Saloon to consecrate the marriage. 
So Lady Scarsword and Lady Rahal, they're, they're going to get married, and Saloon's going to consecrate it, and nobody can break that. Otherwise, they're going to they're gonna be in a fight with the moon. You don't want to fight the moon. It's scary. It's powerful. It's bigger than you. It's, it's very big. It's very, it's very, it, despite, it, it looks real tiny up in the sky, but it's real big, probably. Um, that and the secret, the secret moon too. It's even worse. Um, but he says, so you, you have 24 hours. Well, really like 36 hours. We need not midnight tonight, but the next midnight, you got to bring, you got to get her there to this circle of stones. And he gives you a little map of the city and he says, this circle of stones right north of the city. And I'm going to have Priest Saloon there. I'm going to have myself there. And I'm going to have some troops to guard us in case something happens. And remember, if she knows what you're doing, then Lord Groomp, or not Lord, but the merchant, Groomp, will know. And he will hunt you down. And he'll hunt me down, probably. So be careful. Does she have to be there... Exactly at midnight. She's got to be there before midnight. Before so we can midnight. do the ceremony at midnight. Okay. What can you uh, What can you tell us about Lady Scarsword? What is she? Uh, what are, What are her hobbies? Um. What things does she like? What is she like? What is her personality like? So where might a... we find her? Yeah, where do we find? Her? Here, here's a description. I obviously do not have some sort of. Uh, oculograph that would show you what my eyeballs would see but here's a here's a description she's got curly blonde hair blue eyes she's 5'4 and she wears blue gowns most days she's of course at her house where her father lives a good chunk of the day but every day I do know because she's you know surrounded by all of her bodyguards and all these different things she does have a schedule that she goes on. She goes to all these different shops and things just to see what's going on. So let me... I got a little map for y'all that people who are listening to this will not have access to. <laughs> but I'll talk through it so they'll know about it. <laughs> I accidentally closed out of that image, so I have to take it again. <laughs> One moment. I'm scrolling. Wag is just staring in in the middle distance. <laughs> like, completely got, like, gone into a hibernation state. Mm-hmm. He's, he's shut down. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, so he gives you this little map. This little sketched out map. Aha! He says, uh, this, of course, is on... Shopping Island, uh, yes. what we call a market island, in the middle of the thing. Now I can tell you some of the names of these. How about that? Let me let me read off some of the names of these. So number one on this map is uh, Mistress Bobbin's Dress Shop. Mm-hmm. Number two is the Gray Whale. It's a pub. Number three is a zany little place that's called Bizarre World. Number four is Esmeralda's Lacey Unmentionable Shop. 
Number five is the teeny tiny tea shop with an E on the end. Number six is the reader's rest. Number seven is the open market. And that's all of them. Seven, of course, is not a building, but a marketplace. (laughs) Reader's rest? As in one. The reader's rest, like you would read a book. Okay. And go to sleep while you're doing it. You know what I'm saying? I don't read very much. I have people read for me. Must be nice. Is it a bookstore? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Referring to my own uh, uh, documents, it appears it is. Okay. Does she visit, like, is this also the order of places that she visits? Uh, yeah. Probably. (laughs) Do you? you, Look, you said she has, like, a schedule. (laughs) For the purposes of our game, yes. Okay. (laughs) Hmm. Around what time does she usually head out? She starts about, oh, I don't know, noon. And probably spends half an hour to 45 minutes at all these locations. Interesting. What time is it now? It's 8 a.m., as you would know, because you just woke up. Well, listen, I can wake up at any time. <laughs> okay, I have a, uh, I have a post-it note here. Mm-hmm. Written on this post-it note, it says, Remember to plan. <laughs> mm-hmm. Post uh, remember to plan. So we should uh, remember to plan. Um, okay. But uh, th- I think, do we want to accept uh, Popcorn's proposition? I think so. I would like something magical. We will do this, Popcorn. Delightful. Delightful as heck. Okay. Now, I only wish my dastardly brother was as helpful and nice as y'all are. What's your, what's your, what's your brother's name, by the way? Cookie. Wait a minute. Is your last name Bottle Smasher? Oh, it is. How'd you know? You must know about me already. Oh, uh, yes. I was actually jokingly going to say his last name was Bottle Smasher earlier. Well. Um, I don't my, think we're good my... friends with Cookie so much, but uh, we have met your nephew. Ice cream Oh, cake. which one of them little scamps? He's got a bunch of them kids. Ice cream cake, Bottle Smasher. Oh, that's the stabbing one. He's a delightful uh, boy. He's a bright lad. Yes. Last I seen him, he's he was a, a toenail high. I wouldn't want to make <laughs> an enemy of him. Well, he's probably going to slay some of his siblings and or his father when he turns about 13 years old. As uh, my evil, malicious brother did. Such is the way of things. And he, he pulls his collar down, and you can see that his throat has been completely slashed at some point in his life. <laughs> oh, God. And he says, my brother, he, he will, he'll wait till you go to sleep. Come right at you. That doesn't seem very honorable, but it does seem like the way of halflings. Well, certainly this one family. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, we all got our problems, don't we? Indeed. Indeed. Well, I would like to eat a breakfast. Okay. Uh, you're, are you done talking to uh, Popcorn here? I think so. Um, do you have any additional questions you might have for Popcorn? Do we know where the Temple of Saloon is? 
Yeah, he yeah he gave you a little like map that was like here's where the the gate north of the city is and here's where it would be. He says it's a place called the Dancing Maidens. It's the name of them stones. They they're from way back in the day. I don't know. Older than me. I would like to make a religion check to see what I know about Saloon. 18. Okay, so you know quite a bit about Saloon. Saloon is known as our, also known as Our Lady of Silver, the Moon Maiden, and the the Night White Lady. She's the goddess of the moon in the Faerunian pantheon. Uh, her portfolios are the moon, stars, navigation, navigators, wanderers, questers, seekers, and non-evil lycanthropes. Mm. Cool. Yeah. She uh, used to be a more powerful god, and now she's less powerful, but she's still uh, pretty good. Um, and being the goddess of the moon means that she uh, has all kinds of relationships to other moon stuff, right? So the tides she has a relationship to, and uh, reproduction, um, and things like that. So she's associated with all of these different things. Um, so you could do way worse if you were looking for a deity to officiate your wedding. Absolutely. She she is a, a well-known good god. Okay. Cool. All right. Yeah. I, re- I relay that to the team. Okay. Fill them in. Yeah. They probably know, they, you know, probably have some general knowledge of Saloon, but yeah, that's way, that's like a full on, you know, you've studied it a little bit information. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you can think of that you may have not mentioned so far that we should look out for? Is there anything that I have thought of that I haven't thought of? Yes. No. No, there isn't. (laughs) I always like to make sure. Well, uh, let's go get Wega brunch. Yeah. Okay. This is a breakfast. This is even before brunch. You can still, there's still time for brunch after if you want. (laughs) Oh, good. Second breakfast. Well, uh, so you go downstairs and, uh, or you go out of the room, I guess I should say, and there's an inn here. You know, this is the, 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 fright. what did I say? Gosh, the something rabbit. The lazy rabbit. The lazy rabbit. rabbit. I don't know why I can't come up with that. And they (laughs) have an attached restaurant that's called, uh, the delicious duck. And, uh, you go into the delicious duck and they have basic breakfast stuff. It's not just leafy greens. It's oh, a little good. bit further into the summer now. It's in fact uh, more than a month. You know, it's about almost two months since green grass, by my count, and uh, we're into the summer almost now. So there's Wake like wants uh, eggs. okay, there's plenty of eggs. You can have some eggs. Eggs for wags. Wags eggs. Wags eggs. Wags eggs. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have that. Delicious. Did wag come from an egg? You know, these are the important questions worth asking. Where do halflings come from? <laughs> yeah, where do where halflings come from? They apparently, the... apparently murder. <laughs> yeah. Just this one family. Yeah, I think, it's ju- I think it's just the ice cream cake family that works this way. Uh, it's the Bottle Smasher family. Bottle Smasher family, thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, um, if uh, ice cream cake has its way, it will just be the ice cream cake family. <laughs> no. Silverleaf says uh, around a mouthful of uh, uh, fruit smoothie um <laughs> that he is drinking through a straw through a helmet uh so what are we uh what are like we what are we thinking what are we thinking here um so uh if if we are pretending to be someone other than we're not we can't 
I think it's unlikely that we're going to be able to disguise ourselves very well. Um, you know, I have this helmet, uh, Weg, you know, uh, no one's gonna, or rather, it would be hard to disguise, uh, you know, your stench. Look, Weg had a bath, like, a few weeks ago. Yes, it's fine. Okay. And, and, and uh, Silverleaf, I'm sure that if the situation called for it, you could remove your helmet. Yes, there would be... No. I mean, yes, of course, obviously. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, if I need to frighten somebody or something. Anyway, um... Mm-hmm. What, what was that? <laughs> if I needed to, to gain somebody's trust... Ah, uh, yes, of course. Um, I show could them show, them, show them my true face. Um, <laughs> but yeah, let's think about um, what we want our plan to be. Um, she likes well, to go shopping on Shopping Island. Um, if we, we know roughly the order that she visits these establishments, correct? Yes, we do know roughly the order. Um, she goes to Mrs. Bobbin's dress shop, then the Grey Whale, then Bizarro World, which... I don't know about you, I want to spend some time there. I'm um, excited for Bizarro World. Esmeralda's Lacey Unmentionable Shop. The teeny also tiny... excited for Esmeralda's Lacey Unmentionable Shop. Um, the teeny tiny tea shop, I'm excited about that. Um, though I'm not sure if I can fit in it. Uh, Reader's <laughs> Rest. Um, and the then the open market. Um, I think... I don't know, like, uh, if you were... Imagine you were a curious person prone to adventure right um Mm -hmm. or given given to going on adventures uh you know i think if somebody if you met somebody and they were like help i'm missing this thing right and then you Mm. met somebody else and they were like hey i just came by this thing and i'd like to sell it to you you look like a person who loves shopping right Mm-hmm. Um, you might you might be persuaded to use some of your uh, wealth and influence um, to try and recover that thing uh, and so therefore we could also say or like it's like oh well I don't have this thing with me come to so we're gonna... these standing stones and I'll sell it to you oh so we're gonna try and your plan is to like trick her with a MacGuffin to get her to purchase something at the stand. So imagine, imagine, imagine that somebody lost their pet fish. Okay. It's their only friend in the world. Mm-hmm. Damn, are you saying you're not Wegg's friend? Uh, no, that's not what I'm Damn. saying. This, listen, we are, we are, uh, we are spinning a tail here, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, you, you cry and you're, you try to convince this person that, like, you need this one fish. And then somebody mm-hmm. says, hey. And then you meet somebody later. Time passes, right? And you meet somebody later. I don't know. What are, what are, what are your ideas? Are okay. you saying to kidnap her best friend? No, I'm saying to I'm saying <laughs> to pretend that 
somebody so like has Wed- kidnapped Gilbert. Oh, yeah. I, see. I see. So like Weg Weg could approach her at one of these early locations and say and be like, "Oh, you look like a a woman of resource. Could you help me find my poor lost fish? Mm-hmm. He's my only friend in the world." Uh, and then somewhere else later, perhaps after we've had time to go to Esmeralda's Lacey Unmentionable shop, mm-hmm. um, someone else could approach her as like a, a black market fish salesman, I guess? Okay. Y'all. Sorry to interrupt. No, this go ahead. This is a very convoluted plot. Hear it me is out ex- here. It is very convoluted. Uh... Kylie's not here. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Kylie is currently adventuring in the swamps north of the city. Okay. What's your strength, Silverleaf? How much can you carry? Um, if you had to rate me on a scale of 3 to 18, Mm -hmm. I'd be about an (laughs) 8. Good. Great. Okay. Uh, Uh, Weg's at 13. Ooh, damn. All that uh all that, that upper body shoveling strength. Yeah, yeah, it's good good for your arms. Um yeah. is is do you is your plan to just conquer over the noggin and carry her out of town? Well, okay. I was going to jokingly suggest um that Kylie run up and pick her up and then we just run directly to the standing stone. <laughs> okay. I think I think the um, problem with that plan is that uh, you can't tell Kylie to do anything. You're correct. <laughs> but the good like, news no, is you Kylie's not here. So yeah. Weg is going to pick her up. Okay. <laughs> I just want d- during the during the planning stages, I do, do want you to remember she has like a small army of bodyguards. Oh, that's right. Correct. She's I am well aware of this. I'm just making sure you know. They can run, too. They also know how to run. The the problem is another part. That's part two of this plan. Okay. Where I stick my leg out and everybody trips over it in a row. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. I like it. All right. The the problem is the Weg's, um, Weg's legs are really short. Wags so, legs, <laughs> wags le- got legs. He knows how to use them. I'm uh, sorry, but I can't stop laughing at the mental image of Wag carrying someone like four <laughs> times their size. Yeah. Oh, her... we can put we can put her on Tensor's floating kidnapping device. <laughs> right. I would encourage you to look at your spells and think about what solutions they might afford you. Yep. Do oh, we... that's true. I don't suppose either of you knows invisibility. I have um, a, because um, the only thing funnier than Weg carrying someone four times their size is doing it while invisible. That's true. <laughs> I can. Uh, I have gaseous form, so I can get into and out of buildings. Um, pretend to be missed, fly, okay. things like that. But I also have wall of water, so I can separate. So is Wall of people. Water just, like, something that people walk through? No, it's like, like it's a... Just a wa- it's just water. Like Yeah, it's a 30-foot long, 10-foot high, 1-foot thick wall of water. But, like, it's water. It's not like it's 
ice or something. But yeah, it's but like can... zipping around or whatever. It it I think it hurts to walk through. Um, it's difficult terrain to walk through. Okay. Um, but I also can shoot ice through it to make it an ice wall. Oh. Okay. I mean, look. How long does the ceremony take to perform? Probably like. I mean, it's a wedding. It's so probably like an hour. You can't, like, right. I, I will say this. I don't think it's, like, this is not, like, a scenario where it could be, like, well, as long as I I triggered the script to begin the thing, uh, no one can interrupt me once I've hit the button. You know what I mean? It's not that kind of thing. Okay. We don't just have to drop her off there and we're done. Yes. There's not a glowing circle on the ground well. where you put her that triggers a cutscene. Um, yeah. You, you're going to have to, like, get her there and, and a wedding ceremony has to be performed. Okay. I have a spell. Um, looking at my spell sheet, one of my new level three spells is called Fast Friends. And it is a level three spell that I have to concentrate on for up to one hour. Um, when you cast a spell, choose one humanoid within range that can see and hear you and that can understand you. The creature must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or become charmed by you for the duration. While the creature is charmed in this way, it undertakes to perform any services or activities you ask of it in a friendly manner to the best of its ability. Okay. You can set, you can set the creature new tasks when a previous task is completed or if you decide to end its current task. If the service or activity might cause harm to the creature, or if it conflicts with the creature's normal activities and desires, the creature can make another wisdom saving throw to try and end the effect. This save is made with advantage if you or your companions are fighting the creature. If the activity would result in certain death for the creature, the spell ends. When the spell ends, the creature knows it was charmed by you. Mm hmm So, oh, okay, but it only lasts an hour. Right. Mm -hmm. So it would have to be it would have to be wrapped up in some kind of urgent need thing like my lost goldfish. Yeah, your lost goldfish. My lost minnow. Your actually. lost minnow. Yeah, so yeah. you have a lost minnow. Mm-hmm. Um but it would know well the thing is that she would know that it would try I think this plan is gonna take longer than an hour, right? Well Well it would we'd have to get her out of town immediately. Right. Right. What I, I was thinking was like well, I, what were you going to say, Mary? Go ahead. So I was going to say, I actually have, like, a number of real plans that aren't just, like... Oh, okay. Joke Plunking ideas. <laughs> my idea is not a joke idea. I no, no. I was idea. saying my idea was a joke idea. Uh, oh, Her oh previous okay, idea. okay. I see. Yes. I see. Wait, let um, me wait. let me just before before we get additional plans let me just interject and say you can charm somebody and then while they're charmed explain to them that they have been charmed by you you know what i mean like just because someone is charmed and then you know it, when the spell ends the creature knows they were charmed by you that doesn't mean they're like become hostile or pissed off i mean naturally they would but if you mm -hmm. have perhaps laid out a case that is convincing during that time they might be uh more friendly disposed to you afterward. Oh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So mm -hmm. think right. of that, too. I've charmed you because I need help. There you I'm go. I'm desperate, yeah. It's for so. your own good. Yeah, <laughs> that, like, that's that's possible in the space, is all yeah. I'm saying. Okay. okay. So, Mary, what is your plan? Yeah. 
Uh, well, I I have a few ideas, and mostly they require like additional information. Um, one is a big part of the reason why, like, this is so, like, is a kidnapping plot is because of the psychics. And I was going to say, if we can just find some way to, like, block the psychic bullshit going on, then mm. we can just bring her in on the plan. Um, We'd have to be able yeah. to talk to her without her guards hearing. That's so yeah. easy to solve. Like, okay. one, of, one of the things I was going to suggest is that uh, we could, like, we could talk to her at, uh, using the, the privacy of, like, Esmeralda's lacy unmentionable shop um, mm. to mm. talk to her without, like, with minimal outside interference. There's like, definitely... We could, we, yeah. we could either get Esmeralda involved to explain the situation and then, like, pose as guards outside and be, like, only customers or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, if I had to guess, I would imagine that Lacey... Uh, Esmeralda's Lacey Unmentionable shop definitely employs some kind of anti-divination magic. I would assume 100 <laughs> percent to to stop people from just like scrying into it and uh being rude Ma being Magical rude curves. yes rude mentioning mentioning yeah mm -hmm. yeah do not mention here yeah it's 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 esmeralda's lacy unmentionable shop not esmeralda's lacy mentionable shop Okay, I like As this. World as lazy talk about it, Charles. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, even if we don't have a way to defeat, uh, like, the telepathy, I think that is a good, uh, like, okay. So putting putting our situation into abstract terms rather than specifics. Okay. We have a trust issue where, mm -hmm. um, gosh, what's her name? The person we're trying to kidnap. Amelia. Amelia, thank you. Where Amelia doesn't trust us. So that's a crucial part of the plan in terms of like getting by her guards and watchers. But like we need some proxy to establish trust. We might be able to do that with, like, one of the shop owners of these shops that she visits um, mm -hmm. to act as a, like, a proxy of trust. Um, another thing we need to deal with is, like, obviously her army of guards. Like, right. we, can, we can potentially, uh, given that she tends to spend roughly 45 minutes at each shop um i believe that's what cameron was saying mm -hmm. like yeah around between 30 and 45 depending on where it is if we if we could create a situation like at esmeralda's where we are like denying access to the guards we could sneak her out like the back in some capacity mm -hmm. um, but mostly like a way to lose the guards easily um 
another thing we will need to deal with is obviously the psychics. Um, yeah, my concern is that if we fill her in on it while she's um, in a safe space. Yeah, in a safe space that as soon as we leave that space, yeah, the, the psychics will be right back in her brain yes, and, that, and find out. That's why I was saying, like, we would need a proxy of trust because we're not going to fill her in on the details. Just the fact that, hey, we're not whatever. Not like, we're not we're, gonna hurt we're you, we just board. need to... Okay. Yeah. Um, and that's also why I was saying, if we can find some way to actually defeat the uh, psychics, then all the better. But, mm -hmm. like, I... If we're assuming that we have, like, a psychic and magic null zone in Esmeralda's, then that seems like as good a place as any to try and enact the get her away from her guards mm -hmm. um yeah like i i think i think we have options is all i'm saying <laughs> yeah yeah i i like i like the idea of getting somebody else that she trusts already on board with us um i like the idea of spiriting her away from the guards while they are preoccupied um i could use i could try this there's an there's a chance that this would fail because she could meet meet the wisdom check that she would have to save but i could try and use fast friends on esmeralda and can and have her okay here's what i'm thinking we use fast friends on Esmeralda, and the favor that we need from Esmeralda is for Te for her to allow Tess to pretend to be an employee at the shop for for the amount of time that uh, mm -hmm. that um, Amelia is there, and uh, while Amelia's there, Esmeralda can introduce Tess as. Uh, as her new employee and uh etc and then Tess can like do all the normal employee stuff uh and also explain to her that Esmeralda brought her in to do this special thing and that we can't explain it because of the psychics but if you if you can trust us we're here to help uh, and then Esmeralda will back you up if she has to. I don't know provide if we, like would need to use fast friends on Esmeralda necessarily. Like okay. we can bring her in on the situation. Like right. because she she's not the one getting mind read. Oh. That's true. I'm down with that like the alter uh what else you were saying there, but just like I don't know that we need to charm anyone else in this scenario. <laughs> okay, well, if, if we can get through it without me using yeah. a level 3 spell slot, that'd be good. <laughs> um, and and so then once she's on board, I guess we would... Um, how are we going to get her out of town? Um, 
I can transform her into a gaseous form. Well, you can do that to other people. Yeah, you transform a willing creature you touch, along with everything they're wearing and carrying, wearing and carrying, into a misty cloud for the duration, which is an hour. That's crazy. How fast Pretty... does the gaseous cloud move? Um, it has a flying speed of ten feet, so that's a uh, every sixty feet, uh, a minute, I think. Wait. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's correct. It's not so very slow. fast. It's it's yeah. like a like a fog rolling in basically. Yeah, okay. it's it's slow, but it could be. But they can move through cracks, narrow openings. So if you can like crack a window, uh, that person could float out of it. Um, and you know, it would just look like a mist. So coming by, and then we would you know get around the corner, and then mist could pass. Is what you're saying? I think like yeah. I get that plan, like. I think that is a good potential tool if we need some way to sneak her out of a circumstance. But, like, Mm -hmm. I think speed is probably... So, okay. Unless we have some way to deal with the psychics, her turning into a gas cloud and then flying away, her guards will, like, end up being alerted. Um... Eventually, but like the, it, you know, the guards aren't psychic, right? Like, well, I, I don't, I, we don't know the situation of like where the psychic is stationed. If it's just That's like true. in their guard, kind of. I'm willing to assume that it's not, unless I mean, I think we could observe. I'm sure, like, if somebody, if there's like a, if there's somebody, uh, who looks, you know, clearly, uh. Isn't me, like a like a sword wielding you know arm heavily armored like guard type you know there's like a what? you know a, like a person looking like um you know Avatar Airbender <laughs> you know what I mean? like uh, yeah well and and you and me both have detect magic I also have dispel magic as a level three spell uh choose one choose one creature object or magical effect within range. Any spell of third level or lower on the target ends for each spell of fourth level or higher on the target. Make an ability check using your spellcasting ability. The DC equals 10 plus the spell's level. Mm-hmm. On a successful check, the spell ends. So I we I could try and dispel whatever connection. yeah whatever surveillance she's on under. Okay, that's yeah. Maybe it needs to be maybe yeah. Okay, and then she's untrackable. At which point we just put her on Tensor's floating disc and put a blanket over her and then walk out of town. <laughs> so I was thinking maybe instead of Tensor's floating disc, we could get like a carriage or something. Oh, yeah, that would probably <laughs> also be good. Probably less conspicuous. Yeah, you know, we with, could fan with it. With the walls and also mm-hmm. uh, it has horses. <laughs> right. <laughs> I when know halflings like are inherently opposed to horses, but... I they're think just, they might be necessary. They're just very difficult to deal with when you're so small. Yeah, I mean, and, the, I guess the halfling thing is, like, why use a horse when you could use a perfectly good pony? Right? I right. Understand. Or, a, or a big dog. A big yeah. dog, yeah. <laughs> I won't ride a German shepherd around. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. All right, so, so, all right, so if we can get Esmeralda on board with the plan and to have Tess be there to pretend to be an employee once amelia is inside of 
Esmeralda's Lacey Unmentionable Shop. Um, then she'll lay it all out. You'll Ed dispel can, magic on her. I'll dispel magic on her, which makes her untrackable. And then we just lift the, the, the tent. Is this a tent or a building? I don't know why I'm thinking this is a tent. It's a building. It's no, a building. No, we, we can, we can, we can gaseous form her, float her by the guards and around the corner. Yeah. And okay. then undo that, and then get her in the. And the, then just fi- in the fantasy carriage. Uber. Okay. Yeah, but then we have where we have that we have like parked and waiting. So, Wag, you're going to be the getaway driver. Okay. You're you're going to be waiting at the carriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, Silverleaf. Well, I have to be in the shop to dispel magic on her before we leave. Right, right. Sorry, I forgot that you were... uh, Can your gaseous form target more than one person? Uh, No, just one. Okay. Well, you can walk out of the shop. She can. Um, Yeah, 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 yeah. The guards, you know, they don't know. Um, Silverleaf, I think you will actually... We need to make sure that none of her guards are actually inside the building. Um, mm-hmm. And like what I was mentioning earlier uh, was like somebody could pose as a guard outside, um, if that's necessary. If like Esmeralda can't just be like scoot them out, um, then we can. Like you're the person who looks most like a guard with your helmet. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. We could also just like talk to her in a fitting room. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um. We, we could, uh, if we can get Esmeralda to say that they're doing bra fittings today. Mm-hmm. So, no, so the guards aren't allowed. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that you could probably pull that off. I think it would be easy. As long as there's one entrance, right? Like, their guards aren't that smart. <laughs> um, Damn. Yeah, harsh. It's Massive true. shade to guards. So, uh, the other part of this is presumably we would be taking them directly to the ceremony, so we need to coordinate with Popcorn to make sure uh, I, I'm bad with names. The other lady Amelia? there. Amelia? Well, no, Amelia's... Oh, Amelia's wife. New wife. Um, I Lady Rahal. Yeah, Lady Rahal, that's right. The ceremony needs to take place at midnight, though, so maybe we just need to keep Does it need Amelia to be at on. midnight, specifically? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it does. I wasn't sure. Um, does it need to be at midnight specifically tomorrow? Yes. Okay. Dang. So this is so given that Moon's got its own plans. It ain't waiting for anybody. No, yep. I get that. Um, so in that case, we need to like. We it is not practical for us to just spirit them away, uh, like during this shopping trip and get the. Uh, ceremony done before anyone notices anything's up. Just right, given that correct. the shopping yeah, happens in the middle of the day. That's um, why I tried to take us out of it with my plan and was like, yeah, let's just have her get there of her own accord but not understand why she's going. Yeah. Um, the problem with that is that she would have to convince the guard to not come somehow. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I think don't... we could get her a location nearby and then spirit her away from that. Oh, so you're saying, like, alright, at 11, meet us at the Lazy Rabbit. Mm-hmm. And we'll duck out the back. Or meet us at, like, Lady Esmeralda's... It's also you know, incredibly thing. sketchy, though. 
and we'd have to like convince her it's a good idea yeah yeah we're gonna have to Mm. convince her either way that it's a good idea right i mean sure but one of them doesn't require so that was that was what like talking to her at esmeralda's would do for us since we'd have her to vouch for us Mm -hmm. is there so i mean depending if we have a cart we can get out of town pretty quick i would guess and um there would have to be we could ditch the cart somewhere and then um like hide out in the woods until midnight i don't know uh like what if honestly oh go ahead well i was just going to say i think our plan as is is like good as long as dispel magic actually works to sever the psychic connection right uh yeah i don't know what level spell will be dispelling but it's a it's 10 uh using my spell casting ability which is wisdom and i have it's 17 already and i have a plus three on that um or i would have a plus three on the roll i guess uh and then no okay so let me let me to because you would just infinitely speculate about this and if you had a book in front of you you could just look right okay but yeah the the spell scry which is the kind of standard spine on people spell is a fifth level spell okay fifth level so it's a dc check of 15 um i feel like i could make that with a plus three on my wisdom do i only get one shot you get one shot well it's it's a real mom spaghetti situation if you Mm -hmm. you have two level three spells right i do have two spell slots so uh, so would could i use both of them to do to try if i had to you could try two times in a row yeah okay um so do we situation (laughs) um do we want a contingency and just to like to be clear a 15 like yes you have a pretty good you have like basically a 50 percent shot maybe even 60 percent shot of making it so okay because you need to roll a 12 or higher right right so you've got that much a 12 times 5 shot. Yeah, 60%. No. No, the opposite of that. A 40%, yeah, 40%. Yeah. You have a 40% shot. But because you're shot. rolling it twice. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, again, I think we should take try and take take advantage of um, the probable anti-scry magic situation at mm-hmm. Lady... Uh, Sorry. At Esmeralda's, Esmeralda. yeah, Esmeralda's. I was, th- I was also thinking that it's like, oh, you know, what about like, hey, come back here at eleven p.m. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a shipment of the finest muslin unmentionables, mm-hmm. and uh, you get first pick. You know, this could be a tip from the employee. Hot tip. Esmeralda won't tell you this, but uh, but I will. I'll open up the shop for you. Hmm. But she would still have the guard with her. But yeah, I then guess, we, and then we but cast, if it's at 11... Then we, then we cast yeah. fast friends on her, and we 
turn her into a gas and 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 sco- <laughs> scoot her out of there and do the and do the 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 carriage thing. This, yeah, the carriage. How far away? How long of a ride is it from Esmeralda's to the Stone Circle? Probably like an hour and a half. Okay, so okay. it would be earlier than that. It would be you know ten thirty, ten thirty or nine. Yeah, 9:30. right. Um. I feel okay about that, Mary. How do you feel? Sounds good to me. Like, okay, cool. Um, so we get it. We get it. Step one: get Esmeralda on board. Yeah, I was Step going to two, say like we might be able to convince Esmeralda to like be the person who tells her to come back at ten thirty. Mm-hmm. Since. Yeah, but yeah. Um, Esmeralda, you know what Esmeralda probably loves? Love, right? It's true. Yeah. Esmeralda, yeah. no, like you run a you run a lacy unmentionable <laughs> shop. Do you believe in love? Okay, so tell me tell me what your plan is. You've had a substantial amount of time to debate. I've listened to all of it. Let us move into the uh, performance Action. phase. Give all me right. the the steps as clearly as possible. Step one. Go to Miss Go to Esmeralda's Lacey Unmentionable shop. Okay. Step two. Explain the situation to Esmeralda and get her on board. Step okay. three. Uh, wait for um, Lady Amelia to make her usual round to Esmeralda's shop. At which point Esmeralda will tell her, "Hey, if you come back at around ten thirty tonight, I'm getting in a special shipment, and I'll let you take first dibs." Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Okay. Um, step four have a delicious afternoon lunch at the teeny tiny tea shop. Hell yes. Step okay. five return the next night and uh, meet up with Esmeralda before Lady Amelia gets there. And once Lady Amelia is there, cast dispel magic on her and uh, then turn her into a cloud of gaseous vapor. We think we probably have to convince her as well that um, this yeah. is a good idea. But if she wants to, well, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. When we burn it down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, cast a cast a spell magic on her. Yeah. Uh, get her into the cart, and then ride off to the stone circle. Okay. And then by the time her guard figures out something is wrong, um, you'll be gone. Yeah, well, it'll it'll be long gone. So, okie dokie. Given that we're having her come back at 1030, I can be the carriage driver. Since you have to actually be in there to cast a spell magic. Okay. But yeah, let's go to Esmeralda's. Okay. So you go to Esmeralda's. It takes a little while to get there, like a couple hours to get there, or not a couple hours, like maybe an hour to get there through the streets and crossing those bridges. And you maybe have to take a ferry from island to island, but you get there. So you get to the little street that, that I gave you the little diagram of, and Esmeralda's is right there. You can see that it is across the street from the Reader's Rest, um, the bookstore. And uh, yeah, you go right in there. 
you, you got to knock on the door. It's locked from the inside, so you got to knock on the door. And but you can see, you know, there are two kind of big windows that have window displays in them, and they're like mannequins that have um, lingerie on them, and and like I don't know, like things that are made out of different skins and leathers and hides as well. And uh, yeah, you can knock on the door. Oh damn it! <laughs> uh, so you hear chunk chunk. You know you hear the unlock, and a uh, an elven woman uh, opens the door and she says, "Yes, do you, ha- do you have an appointment?" No, but we were hoping to talk to you if you could spare a few minutes for us. And she kind of looks and this the the uh, you have you're wearing your normal clothes, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so just imagine this image. You see a incredibly dirty halfling with a with a shovel. You see a tabaxi who's the most normal looking of the three, and mm-hmm. then you see a hunched over ancient wizard with like a with like a giant bindle on his back and a uh, staff with like a rotating fish hook on top <laughs> that's like floating in the air. Above like it. a fish hook and a bag of combos. Yeah. Yeah. And she says, uh, well, you know, I think maybe we can talk right here. Okay. Um, uh, right here in the right where you're down there on the street, and I'm right here at the top of these stairs, in safely in here, just peeking out a little bit. <laughs> it's okay if I come inside and leave my friends outside. Hey, she kind of uh, looks up and down the street, and she's like, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> all right you got we'll five see y'all later wag turns to silverleaf and says did you bring marbles <laughs> <laughs> of course uh what is it uh i'm up to uh sure yeah <laughs> okay so Wag draws uh, a circle in the dirt and they yeah. start playing marbles <laughs> we get to it <laughs> <laughs> so chess goes inside lady esmeralda is there what you can see is that the unmentionables are uh all kinds of things right so there is like lingerie here this is kind of like a pseudo victoria's secret but as well as like there's all kinds of like clothing made of different uh, exotic hides and cloths and you can see that there's actually what appears to be an animated mannequin uh who is standing there who is like doing the work of of like a shopkeeper here um, and who is partially just made out of like lacy material. So like its left arm and most of its torso is just like animated hollow um, lingerie. Cool mannequin. Oh. Yeah, I made it. Are you a wizard? What now? Are you a wizard? Hmm. Eh. Eh. Okay. Um, eh. So. What I, what I was hoping to talk to you about was, um, so we were contacted by, uh, Popcorn, um, Popcorn Bottle Smasher. Mmm, um, that scoundrel. Yes, but he's trying Some to... people believe he's on the Council of Five, you know? No, actually, I didn't. Well, some people do. They're mm-hmm. secret. Anyway, it could be, it could be me. Could it could be, be you. Anyone. Don't tell anyone. But that dirty gnome out there, it's on the Council of Five. Mm-hmm. Wait, he's a, ha- he's a halfling. Yes. That's why okay. I said. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, we were 
So are you aware of Amelia's situation with regards to her arranged marriage to the Merchant Grump? Who? The Merchant uh, Group Grump. Oh, yeah. I know about him. He's one of my most loyal customers. Some woman comes in and uses his charge account all the time. Do you know who that woman is? My, just some some woman. I don't know. Do you make a policy of not knowing your regular customers? Uh, she comes in every now and again. She, she rarely buys things. I don't know why I'm telling you all of this. I don't know why you need to know all of this, but yeah, I don't know. It's fair. Do you know who Amelia is? Wait, you sell sword or something like that? Do you know who Amelia is? Uh, it doesn't, doesn't ring a bell. Excellent. Do you mind giving me a moment? Sure. Alright. I am going to go talk to Wag and Silverly. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Alright. I've I'm... got you again. Go. <laughs> no, hang on. We didn't pay, say we were playing keepsies. Pay up, pay up. I get to hold. I get to hold uh, uh, Gilbert today. Oh, fine. <laughs> Wag fishes Gilbert out of a sleeve, um, and uh, and hands it to Silverleaf. Hands him to Silverleaf. I put I put Gilbert on my on my on my staff. <laughs> this okay. this min this poor minnow needs light, not whatever. <laughs> He gets in your dank robe. Gilbert's one big comical lip. Bloop. Quivers. Bloop. Bloop. Okay. So. Esmeralda doesn't even know who Amelia is. Let's check out Mistress Bobbin's dress shop. (laughs) 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 I'm just saying. What time is it? Uh, that probably took like half an hour, so. Eh. It, I don't. Uh, it's uh ten o'clock. Okay. Ten o'clock. Okay, so we have time. Yeah, yeah you got time. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. Look, <laughs> if she doesn't even know who the person is, she's yeah. not gonna work as someone to trust. <laughs> but if she yeah. doesn't know who she is, maybe she wants. Maybe she's motivated by other things like gold. You can say like, "Hey, listen." Sure. I like. I agree. Can you let me pose as a we... person in your... Sh- okay, go ahead. Well, I, I was just going to say, I think we could uh, convince Esmeralda to go with the plan. I just don't know that she'd be useful as a proxy. Oh, I, I see. I see. Yeah. If, she, if she's indifferent towards Lady Amelia, then Amelia's not going to readily trust her. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, maybe she wants, you know, some... Yeah. Primo Lacey Unmentionables. Like, worst case scenario, but why would she... we go in and bribe Esmeralda. And, right. right. Like, but if we have time checking out the... Follow that plan without, like, having her in the know. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If okay. we have time checking out the dress shop isn't a bad idea, though, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Boom. They have a plan. They try to do something. You got a little bit of uh, you got a little bit of marble lore 
back there, which I think is fun, but they're they're trying to implement a plan, and we're going to find out next episode if they are able to do this. Like I said at the beginning of the show, if you like listening to this and you like listening to other stuff that Range Touch does, then uh, you can support us on Patreon for as little as a dollar a month, although we prefer more than that. We're just trying to increase the number of patrons that we have right now, so literally any amount is awesome for us. That's patreon.com slash touch. You can go to Patreon, uh, whoop, you can go to Twitter.com slash range touch to see what we're up to. Uh, you can go to YouTube.com slash range touch to see all the YouTube videos we made. And every Thursday I stream uh, some stuff. Right now I'm finishing up Final Fantasy VII at twitch.tv slash range touch. There's all kinds of ways to get more stuff from us if you enjoy this show. And uh, I'm looking forward to doing the next one. We're about to run a new campaign, which is really cool. But anyway, next episode. All implementation. I hope you're excited about it. It's uh, some shenanigans happen. Um, thanks for listening so much. I will see you later. Later.